And I'm Bree, and this is the R&B Podcast, a pop culture podcast where each week we wrap up the current pop culture events. How are you doing, Ray? I am chilling. One week down. How are you? Um, I'm, like, tired. I'm, like, low-key, like, insomniac. Is that correct? I don't know. <laughs> like, I get insomniac? Like, you haven't been sleeping? Yeah, like, I can't sleep through the night. Um, and, like, I've been trying to, like, I purposely will be busy all day and, like, not nap, even though, like, around, like, six o'clock when the sun starts to set, I get tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, no, 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 like, you need to stay up. And then somehow by the time it's like 11 p.m., I can't fall asleep. Or if I do fall asleep, I can't sleep through the night. So are you like thinking or are you just like up to be up? Um, well, like this what ha- like it's usually like my normal bedtime routine of like um getting ready for bed and then maybe like read fanfic or like watch a couple K-pop videos or like I'll watch an episode or two of like some cooking Netflix show. And usually that puts me to sleep because, like, I don't have to pay attention. I'll put a podcast on when I'm, like, ready for bed. Um, I remember you've been falling asleep to boring white men. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing that for, like, three years now. I think ever since the dorms. (laughs) So instead of, like, me getting, like, what, like, what are they, earplugs? Like, they recommend freshmen to get. I think I just started. Actually, that's so. Now I remember. I got an Audible subscription. And then I started looking at the Audible's books to sleep. So then I just. And then I was like, why am I paying for this when I listen to podcasts? So now oh I listen to podcasts to sleep. Um, but, yeah. Like, it's just, like, not working. And I think my main concern, though, is, like, the sleeping. Not sleeping through the night. Because if I fall asleep even at 4 a.m., like, I just sleep in. Mm-hmm. if I'm able to but like whenever I do sleep like on time like 10 p.m or 11 p.m I like wake up in the middle of the night so yeah. that's where we're I at. mean that's <laughs> why I was asking if you like think if you're like thinking or like what or like all that kind of stuff because the thing is like me I wake up through the night when I'm like really really anxious because like I will I will wake up for an anxiety attack my body will be like we're not done yet well yeah that's kind of what it like so like one time last week my alarm terrified me like waking up and I've been waking up for the same alarm granted I like people that can't stand it because I use like the most standard loud alarm because I'm a deep sleeper usually um and like it made me so jumpy so I don't know if it's like one of those like post-covid like side effects or something but like I mean, it could be anxiety, but also, like, it it doesn't seem like I'm being, like, that was only one night. And then also when I sleep, like, my, I'm not, I don't have nightmares. Like, I've been just dreaming and just chilling. So it's very confusing. I think it, like, I don't know. I Maybe it'll get better when I go back to Michigan. <laughs> that's the, yeah. And I don't mean I have, like, night terrors or anything. Because that's, like, a whole different thing. But, no, like, yeah. But, like, I'm, I understand like, thinking, what you mean, like, like, the jumpiness. Like, I did feel that one day. But then it, like, it, then I was like, oh, it must be anxiety. And then it went away. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, I'll wake up and, like, my mind will be, re- like, if I, like, put in a job application and I'm, like, feeling, like, super anxious about it. Oh. Then, like, <laughs> I will literally, like, wake up in the middle of the night thinking, like, okay, what happens if I get this job? And, like, what do I need to do to, like make sure that I'm like prepared like I need to go to office depot and get this this and this like like my mind will start racing as far as like just like normal anxious thoughts and stuff like that so like when I say like I will wake like my body's like 
come, come. We have an anxiety attack to go through. And I'll get up. I'll be up for like an hour. And then like, by the time it's time to get up and just like, okay, guess the day has started. Be like, I'm not laughing because you're getting anxiety. Like, that sucks. But I'm laughing at how <laughs> different we are. Because when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just check Twitter. Like, I guess I'll just go to my phone. <laughs> like, I'm like, now I'm bored. <laughs> like, um, especially, like, that's so interesting. Because, like, when I submit things, they're, like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, my anxiety is always before. Um, not after. Oh, no, this... I'm before, during, after, post-rejection letter, all of it. Oh, man, that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we got a we got a, a full show today, but it's also like just a tired show. Truly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we should just get it out of the way. What everyone has been talking about, what's been covering all the news this week. Literally, we had a a moment of domestic terrorism on the U.S. Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, because I, the, I don't, oh, man, I, that was a mess. <laughs> I know, and it's so hard, and I really think, like, obviously, we're a pop culture podcast, so we're going to talk about, like, the pop culture side of it, but, like, I mean, the, the political side, but also the pop culture side of it. It's insane how we literally within I okay the first day I'll say 24 hours it was strictly this is ridiculous this is embarrassing this is not okay within 24 hours we were memeing (laughs) that's like yes because we were talking about like what topics to talk about this week and like because I was like confused because I was like by the time we're like recording this I was like like people are talking about it but not really like we've moved on to like I haven't Literally, I've been so busy working these last few days. I haven't even checked, like, my New York Times weekly weekend briefing. But I think, like, Mm -hmm. they're possibly talking about, like, impeaching him, like, the 25th Amendment. Like, it was, like, instead of talking about the event and, like, all of that, it's been more, like, the consequences of the event. Like, it's almost, like, and I'm, like, wait, can we, like, pause and rewind and, like, talk about how this was even allowed to happen? Like... I mean, it's ridiculous to have sat through and watched. It's weird because, like, when these moments in history happen, it's really, like, you know, the first people to see it are really, like, the people who are, like, happen to, like, are either there or watching, like, the news as it's, like, happening in the background. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's truly something that, like, if you, used like, used to, like, you either caught it or you read it in the paper the next day. This time around, like, it's weird to see this stuff happen. And within five minutes of someone climbing up the wall, we already have pictures. Everyone's there. We got, like, CNN is, like, zoomed in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, CNN's always good about, like, going to, like, these events as they, like, right away. But I think yeah. the difference is, is, like, if, like, Corona wasn't happening, like, we'd essentially probably be, like, in class and stuff. Like, the fact that we were all able to watch At it yeah. yeah and because I went to the dentist that day while it was happening and as I was there I for a moment I was like 
it's very possible no one working here knows what's happening right now because they have mm-hmm. HGTV on in the waiting room. I was like, yeah. and if they're like not checking their cell phones and they're all like older, so they're not like on social media, I'm like, unless a relative texts them, like, hey, this is happening in DC, they're all minding their business and they're going to find out when they get home at like 5 30, 6 o'clock. Like, but so much of us crazy. were watching live and just getting like these live updates. It was wild. It really was because it's like these were not like I, I stand by the fact that this was not like I understand it's planned. I understand that they've all been on like these Trump supporters have all been on this like right wing social media platform. But at the same time, these people got into the Capitol and were taking selfies like they were, they just were walking so around. happy and that was that was what made me mad i was like stop being so happy with yourself right now well, it's just like, like there was no plan like what was the plan we get inside and they just raided the government building and like oh i'm so mad <laughs> and it's like and obviously it's the also the outrage of sitting there like these white people are literally just walking through like hey how y'all doing and I understand that, like, and, and it's, you know, we have to talk about the fact that, you know, there are um, casualties, including a Capitol officer who was literally, like, see, it's what's with the information that we have right now, that he was literally bludgeoned to death, and that there were other Capitol officers who were severely injured um, during this seize of the Capitol. But it's like, these white people go in there, are living their best lives. And it's like, you know that if they had any pigment in their skin, I mean, Lord forbid they're black. Yeah. They would have been shot down before they even took a step up into the Capitol. They now, wouldn't have even really, made it up the steps. It really doesn't make any sense. And, like, honestly, because, like, obviously, like, I'm pro, like, defunding the police. But I literally was like, if you can't even, like, react to say, I was like, so at this point, we I see what it looks like without you doing your job or like not even like you don't do your job properly either way, like both extremes. But I was like, if you were to not exist, this is essentially what would happen. So like, why do you exist? Exactly. Like- why was that so easy? And and that's when you like start looking into like the conspiracy theories of was it an inside job? Were they, you know, were they somewhat of just OK letting these people walk into the Capitol, did they not think it was going to get that far because these were their buddies? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I have seen, like, a lot of that where, like, they're like, well, the cops are also on that side. And the thing, like, my thing was, it's clearly, it it was Trumpies who were there. Yes, there were a lot of Republicans who still voted for Trump and waited way too long to, like, admit his defeat. But, like, I don't know. I was, like, I just think that they, like, I hate that they didn't feel justified to treat them the same way that they treat like Black Lives Matter protests. Where were your rubber bullets? Where was yeah. all that tear gas that you guys bought? Where was all of your um, your riot gear? Like, wh- where was that? Or, or are we all mistaken? Exactly. That's like where it's like, I'm like, so what? The line really is just color. Um, Truly. And that's so sad. But also like, you're worthless like you literally like you can't do shit (laughs) 
or they they weren't prepared to do shit and that is that's I mean I feel like I don't know if they're prepared for the Black Lives Matter protests because those just kind of like when they first start they kind of just prop, pop up and they are they are ready for those so why is the same energy not matched because honestly and I think that's the wildest part too like Black Lives Matter protests I'm like who are you trying to protect but they literally were supposed to be protecting like congress people yep so like why was why were you letting them in there and like i get they have the secret tunnels and stuff but like i was genuinely concerned about their safety and like truly even though they don't do much i'm like wow now i care for you yeah and i think like and i'm not the biggest nancy pelosi fan in the room but good god when she got up there and was like no the chief of the Capitol Police needs to resign. He hasn't even called us. He hasn't said hi, bye, go to hell, nothing. You know? Yeah. Like, when she said that, I was like, okay. Like, we've reached it. We've got to the point where it's just an us-against-them kind of vibe. And it's he's got to go. Yeah. It's just so... It was so confusing. Because, like, I'm, I feel like if any of the Congress people die, it's considered almost an assassination, though. Yeah. Like, so it's like, why were they allowed to raid their place of work like that? Armed. Armed. And there are so many people that are going to say they weren't armed. There were people with guns. Oh, 100%. I mean, these are the same people who are so, like, pro the Second Amendment. So, (laughs) But there are also people now that are stuck in airports because they have a, no, basically a a no-fly, like, badge by their names so when they go to the airport after having flown into dc using their own name but getting a hotel using their name again you know staying the night then go literally staging a coup a riot an illegal riot trying to commit a a felony and then want to get back on the plane with their own name saying and now they're mad because they're like, well, we can't get out of here. Uh, no, you just committed a crime and you were the worst criminal on the planet. I think the, one of the interesting parts were like the way that they were posing because Black Lives Matter protests were like, hide your face, like don't get into yes. cameras. And the way that they were, it was a photo shoot essentially for them, like what items they were stealing, um, the desk photo. I'm like, which I did like because it was like, hey, you know who was there. Like, you you know who was But isn't that the most middle school shit you've ever heard? Like, Kevin was here, really? Kevin was here. (laughs) I know some of them are, like, losing their jobs and stuff. Rightfully so. Because you get up Uh, and you're like, (laughs) my name is Katie and I'm from New Orleans and this is ridiculous. That, like, we have to come up here and fight for our rights. What rights, Katie? What rights? What yeah. are you being it just denied. Ugh. Like it really just was unbelievable. Cause like, I'm sorry. It's just like, why are you being a sore loser about this? Like, truly. And there were a lot of Democrats who were sore losers after the, um, after the 2016 election. And I must say, as I, everyone who was around me in 2016, as soon as it was announced that this man won. I was so pissed off. I didn't want anyone to talk to me for a couple of days. I didn't go and riot. I wasn't trying to seek out ways 
to get Trump, you know, out, to, to stop Trump from being put into office and being inaugurated. Yeah, like, but, like, that, that's the thing, because you were a sore loser, but you accepted the loss. Like, that's what I just don't understand, where mm-hmm. it's, like, you can be a sore loser, but be, like, okay, like, I did lose. But, yeah. like, why are we trying to, like, you, there's been so, like, so many people are like Biden has won. It's to the point where Congress is about to like accept that. So like, why? I'm like, why? I'm like, y'all really need to calm down. It's been two months at this point. Like, get over it. And that's the tea. It's been four times where there have been like three recounts in every state. Like, let it go. Yeah. Except I mean, and it- I because I think our election process is way it's so long like I'm realizing like the amount of steps they have to go through and it's like you, it, all of these steps have been going and you need to just really stop <laughs> because half of them got there and what they say is we just want to see the votes do you really think that they, that everyone in congress right now is counting those votes no they were counted in states every ballot machine is in the state where they voted yeah those are, and, mil- there are yeah. millions of votes and you want to look at millions of are you kidding me like who and that's are you? the thing is we already are past those votes we all we went to a lot for a college vote so like that was like what are you t- we're over it <laughs> we're over it stop it just get over it and at the end of the day at the heart of this is the fact that we have a president who will get up and say to his people and to his supporters just get on pennsylvania walk down there i'm gonna go with you and when we get there be wild don't let them count are you i think he so, told them that he, they were special and he loves them after- yeah afterwards <laughs> afterwards and i said i will literally die before someone talks to me like i'm a kindergartner are you serious I I saw that. I said, no, come on. See, the thing when I when I heard this, it made me feel like I was like, do they feel how I feel about like BTS? Like when BTS is like, I love Army. I'm like, is that how Trumpies feel about Trump? I was like, no, they are essentially standing him, I think, at this point. Like, that's how bad it is. They They really do. do. And I cannot believe I like I cannot believe Trump has stands essentially who honestly ride or die for him. Truly. They may be more dangerous than the BTS army. They should be. I I hope we're not that dangerous. <laughs> like, I don't want our energy to be like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. At the end of the day, tomorrow, which is, we're recording Sunday night. Tomorrow, when this episode should come out, is going to be Monday, January 11th, I believe. And the House is going to um, bring up impeachment and right now as of right now the push is for vice president pence to um take the 25th amendment basically to the cabinet and hopefully get that pushed through which would be stating that not only is trump incompetent but he's incapable of being president which i'll I'll throw this out there as a um as a disclaimer, the only real time that this has been used is when presidents have been have gone into surgery. So they'll mm-hmm. be under anesthesia or they've been so sick that um, like with President Reagan, he had Alzheimer's. Like they've just been 
so sick or, or to a point where they were pretty much even unconscious. Yeah. So while it's like very temporary, like, yeah, yeah. And like, as soon as they're back, you know, in their right mind, they've been handed power back. So like, while our constitution and our bill of rights don't say that as soon as the president becomes belligerent and dangerous to our democracy, that we can't just like take him out. Um, you know, that's that's what we're working with. Um, and if not, then the impeachment process will go through past when Biden is inaugurated on the 20th, because with impeachment means that he cannot run again in 2024. And then some things like he won't need security detail, you know, for the year after his um, after his presidency, which really most of his security detail has already quit. So. Oh, that was one thing too that like is making me upset is like all these people like quitting who work for him. I'm like, it is way too little too late. Like he's been on this energy almost the entire time. Um, especially these last two months. Like and you're quitting two weeks before it's over. Yeah. Like Betsy DeVos says it's over. It's been done. You already ruined education for these last four years, especially with Corona, like <laughs> It's so. It's honestly, I was no one's gonna stats forget. about like how far behind the kids are, and like we already knew America's like education system was behind a lot of the world, and like now mm-hmm. it's to the point where like kids are like two or three months behind in math, and like that's the white kids, um, and we already know schools are always leaving kids behind if they just like aren't what teachers believe are like essentially if they're not easy enough to teach, teachers are leaving them behind. So it's just like yep. I'm like ma'am you're quitting now (laughs) exactly and to that point it's like it's not just one or two kids or the kids that were already struggling it's all of them yeah even the the quote smart ones yeah so they're all going to be just moved on to the next grade and it's it's going to be a sight to see so yeah i hate to see all the repercussions we're almost at the end i mean it's it's hard to say, you know, 10 more days, you know, and then we'll be done because we thought that come January 1st, he's basically a sitting duck. And then six days into the, like, it's six days into the new year and he's already started a, a militia warfare. So, yeah, I mean, I will say, though, because of my insomnia, I was up when they announced that Biden officially won. I did feel the peace that I finally, like, because everyone was, like, so excited that day of election, and I was, like, I have to wait until they are, like, officially, like, he is it. Yeah. It's crazy. But we got a lot more crazy stuff to talk about this episode, so why don't we just jump right in? Alrighty, guys. So, this week, we are going to do a fast five which i'm not sure i know we've recorded one of these before i'm not sure that it actually made it out for you guys to hear i think we did them before covid when there was like more stuff happening lord knows either way how it's gonna work into the new year we probably need to introduce it anyways um i'm gonna read Bree five headlines that came out this week or five top news stories that came out this week and we're just gonna get her immediate reaction it's a 
we can get in, you know, quick and hopefully um, entertaining um, headlines without, you know, spending so much time going deep diving into things that maybe not everyone is, is into. So, first thing on the docket this week. President Trump has been banned from approximately eight social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google, Reddit, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Oh, see, that's what, so another, like I said earlier, the people quitting too little too late. Same thing with the social media is way too little too late. Like, especially Twitter. Um, cause he really is on there every day. And I think that is like, that was his major platform. It was to the point where like, it would be annoying. Cause like people would be like, you shouldn't follow Trump. Like it shows that you support him. And I'm like, no, you should be following him because he's the president and you need to see what he's saying. It's different when you like and retweet the stuff that he's tweeting. Um, but like also I just think, and then I like think like Spotify and TikTok are kind of silly. Cause it's like. What is he doing over there? Like, <laughs> like, it's like you're just doing this because, like, Facebook and Twitter, like, actually had to ban him. Truly. Um, and you're just following along. But that again, was like, the thing. That... Everyone's been like, what is he posting on Pinterest? Like, insurrection mood boards? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, like, they're just literally just blocking him to block. Because it's, like, the trend with all the social media accounts. I, okay, so, TikTok... I mean, I kind of wish he did post on TikTok if he was doing, like, fun little videos. Like, the Trump before <laughs> the president. I would have stand him on TikTok. But since he's awful, like, I'm sure he would have gotten so many other followers uh, who would have showed up on the six. So, I mean, I'm glad he's not on TikTok. But Spotify, like... What are you doing, baby? What are you doing? I can't, uh, the politics of Spotify are so interesting. We can't deep it now, but like I do, it is my favorite. It is my music platform, so and that's why I'm an Apple user. Alrighty, <laughs> Apple Music sucks, and everyone knows that. How does every y'all are gonna stop with this? Everyone, I know <laughs> plenty of people who are Apple Music users, and I am one of them. So yeah, let's, and let's your platform it. is just fundamentally not as fundamentally not as well like algorithm wise or whatever the verbiage of that word is as Spotify. All right, well, when you figure out that verbiage, so when you figure out that verbiage, we'll talk about it. The next Y'all thing. just now got your top one hundred songs, and it wasn't as cute, and you know that, girl. Let's not. Let's <laughs> not. Anyways, y'all. Next on the docket. <laughs> Kim and Kanye are on their way to a divorce. Extra uh, reports that Kim is done. Yeah, I'm honestly just sad about the kids about this one. Because, um, I, yeah, we were talking about how they were separated. And I texted you, I was like, they're actually divorcing now. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I honestly, I honestly am surprised that they are... Like, the separation made sense, but I think the divorce did make me... I was pretty shook by that. Um, just because they have had so many kids, and, like, I don't know. Like, ever since the Bound 2 music video, I was like, there's no way, like, at this point that they're not going to just be together for as long as they can. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I think 
I think for me, like, yeah, I'm with you on like the fact that it was the kids, but like you said, like they've been saying since November, basically, like we're living separate lives. Like we both have like passion projects that we're really into right now and our lives just don't really coincide. So they haven't been living together for a pretty long time now. So I, I really thought that that was just another one of those weird marriage things that they'd be doing. Like that seems like a marriage that Kanye would be in, you know? Yeah. But yeah, sad for the kids. You hate to see it. Next on the docket, the 2021 Grammys have been postponed to March in hopes of having an in-person ceremony. Yeah, so the postponement 100% makes sense because, like, um, production has been down in L.A. because they've had a lot of, like, they've had a big spike with, like, the corona variant or whatever. But, like, the fact that they are, like, saying for, like, the hopes of an in-person, I kind of, see, part of me is wondering if they're just saying that instead of just saying the truth of the fact that there's a new corona um in LA and just saying that's why they're postponing it like maybe to make people hopeful but also at the same time like that's just like comedy like there's no way in March like two months from now like think about where we were in November it's only gotten worse and even with this vaccine I it I think we're probably going to be a, a good four to six weeks out for it maybe starts to show declines and like statistically that's still not significant enough to mean that it's getting better um so it's definitely gonna be in person i hope they don't postpone it more than march though um because Mm -hmm. it's a lot and they they're they announced the postponement the day after like the voting closed so like that won't be affected which like i'm glad about because it's already pretty messy the nomination so like that would have been a little sketchy if they like allow them to keep voting um but yeah i'm not surprised but i hope that they realize they cannot have it in person i completely agree um especially when you consider the situation in california people are literally dying on the sidewalk outside of hospitals right now because it's a 17 hour wait to get in and, yeah, they're telling them, like, if they can't, if you don't think they're going to make it, like, don't even bother picking them up in the ambulance, so. Yeah, and it's, like, that, like, for people to continue to go out and live their lives as if this isn't happening while our, first, our like, first-line workers are literally having to make life-or-death decisions for people, I'm sorry, that's not what they signed up for. It's really not. And you can say as much as you want, like they knew the profession that they were getting into. They did not get into the medical field to decide if someone was going to live or to die. They got into that field to try and save as many lives as they could. Yeah. I mean, like also sometimes too, like people have been moved from like their original places and like these hospitals, like my allergy shot lady in Michigan is now handing out Corona tests. Like, she did not apply to the University of Michigan prob- to be doing that. Like, mm-hmm. so that's the thing, too, is, like, a lot of these people are not even in the field that they were supposed to be in because it's all hands on deck. It really is. And it's so sad to see that these people are, like, like, medical workers are literally begging people to stay at home. And we want to sit down and say, 
well, the Grammys really should happen in person. Like, music is such a, like, an in-person thing. Grow up. Everyone literally grow up. No one... I I know, are people you, really complaining and wanting to grant? I didn't know people were, like, Well, I'm really... saying, like, the Grammys. Like, I'm saying the people who run the Grammys. That's what oh, I'm yeah. talking about. Like, one, no one's watching your show. Let's start there. Yeah, this year is really, like, um, they need to get some good performers if they want any viewership because people are mad about these songs. Exactly. And if you are going to have people in person, performers only. They can clap for each other in the audience. That's it. But when you say Grammys in person, that doesn't just mean, oh, the stars are going to be there. The people that are, you know, nominated are going to be there. Who Like, that means Grammy before, like, before the Grammys, like, brunches and lunches that means post grammy dinners that means red carpets after parties after after part like people don't know how to act like also i'm curious if they're like feeling so like because a lot of these other award shows are like doing pre-recorded like win announcements from like the people who won i'm Mm -hmm. curious if they think it's like takes away like the value of a grammy if people find out like before the event if they won essentially but it's like no like I think everyone understands the circumstance of this year and if they don't they need to get with it real quick so it's just maybe it's for them to like justify people winning to the like because if Taylor Swift shows up oh and she wins everything people can't be mad can't they though I mean I will be but I think that I'm like partially now I'm like I think it's like now I'm, like, sketched out by the Grammys, so now I'm, like, overanalyzing what they do. Like, it could just be that, because it's like, oh, they're not going to give it to this person because they didn't show up. Yeah. The in-person award. That brings up a good point, because, like, what if they do say, you know, we're going to have this in person, and then people start opting out. Yeah. Or saying that they're not going to go. I mean... That- yeah, BTS is nom, but I know they're not flying over here. That's T. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, see, I'm hard, I'm three steps ahead of the Grammys. I see their stamps. <laughs> <laughs> I like bo- said that's she's my... three steps ahead of the Grammys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like that's fully like. I hope it ends up just being like fully virtual, but I do see it being a situation in which it's quote in person, but oh only these few people can show up. Well, I guess they're the ones who are winning everything for the night. That's tea. Because we can't tell we can't tell people if they won the Grammy beforehand. Yeah, I mean, but obviously we've seen like the moments where Beyonce obviously wasn't going to show up for her Grammy and or not her Grammy, but like other awards and people accepted on their behalf or they recorded videos like like they pre-recorded videos. So we've seen it happen before, but you're right. I do. It's very, and that's the thing, those situations are so, so rare. Like, and all award shows are sketchy, but like, this situation is messy. <laughs> T. Okay. <clears throat> Fourth topic Georgia has a clean Democratic sweep electing its first black senator, Raphael Warnock, and Jewish senator born from an immigrant, John Ossoff. With these wins, Democrats take over the majority in the Senate. Yeah, so I, like, stayed up watching, like, the Senate races um, until, I think, 1 or 2 a.m. that night. 
Um, and I saw um, what's his faces? I'm sorry, I forgot their names already. I saw his like, like his like win speech, even though they didn't officially call his win the first night. Who Warnock um, or Oprah? Yeah, Warnock. Um, okay. and it was really cute. Um, and then like I think middle of the night like they officially called it or I was like I think I was watching CNN still when they officially like made the announcement that he won and then mm. I did see whenever um Osof like ended up like it was like 50 50 because he was mm-hmm. behind for a while um so that was big and then I I don't remember when they officially called his it like I don't remember if it was before the coup or after the queue it was literally like smack that it was like Five minutes before it was like he was elected it's official five and then they just started wrecking stuff yeah i did know like because i follow the nyt um needle um Mm -hmm. because that like it was very true for 2016 election and then it like i remember before georgia was blue the nyt needle like called it being blue um i don't know what statistics they use for that needle but then it was like a few days later when Georgia finally like flipped I was like okay I have some trust in this NYT needle so I went to bed pretty peace I mean I texted you early in the evening before like either Democrat was like beating the Republicans by votes being like 80% is reported but like it's still most likely going to be the Democrats um yeah I have some trust in that needle so (laughs) that was exciting I had I felt some peace when I went to sleep um and then by the time I woke up and ate lunch it was, there was a queue so <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it <clears throat> I found myself like really disappointed and kind of like oh man because like you said pretty much five minutes after it was like official all hell breaks loose and no one cares like, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, okay, yeah, then those senators won in Georgia. Four people have died, you know? So it, it was a very quick turnaround, but I think it's, like, important for us to acknowledge it and the fact that Stacey Abrams and all those people on the ground in Georgia that, like, make this happen, like, everyone who was phone banking, everyone who, like, kept this at the forefront of their minds, because it's really easy to forget about a runoff, you know? Like, 100%. It's, it's Especially because they're the only one. Like, it was only their election, I think. Yep. I mean, it's hard enough to get people to vote in the, you know, the general elections, like, every yeah. four years. But to get them to go back to the polls, like, and I'll a, say, like, like, two like, months later. The thing, too, like, I, don't, I didn't look at the final votes, but they were saying, like, I, my numbers are probably wrong. But it was like six million or something voted in the like presidential race for Georgia, and then they were like either four point five to like five million, I think, voted in this runoff. They were like so like they're like usually we see a bigger drop off of voters than they did for this election, yeah. um, which was like I think I think is exciting because like it's good that people are interested enough to vote. Um, in this race because they really could have dropped off like and even like them still won it wouldn't have been like as exciting I think um whereas like this was still like 
people cared and that's what mattered and that's the tea really love to see Georgia right now yeah and again it came down to Atlanta and like surrounding areas um so that's always good yep the black voters mattered we (laughs) love the blacks and speaking of the blacks the Bachelor has introduced its first Black Bachelor, 28-year-old Matt James, who is not someone that Bachelor Nation is familiar with, like on a personal level. He's never been on The Bachelorette. He's never been on, on Bachelor in Paradise. So what did you think this week? Well, okay, so I did not know he was 28 because I remember you texting me being like they cast a younger average cast, which I'm still like. I guess Paradise probably won't happen this cycle, but I'm still like, why? I'm still like curious about why they did such a large, like older average age for the men on Clarentatia's season. Cause I mean, it made sense like about the, like because of their age range, but then they like cast like very young because it's like those age ranges really shouldn't be mixing too much in Paradise without it being like mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah, and just for reference for everyone, um, the oldest man on Claire and Tasha's season was 38, it was Bennett, and the youngest girl on Matt James' season is 21, Kit. Yeah, so like that range is <laughs> like, I'm sorry, no, like, I love Bennett, I know he's got kind of problematic towards the end. But, like, it just, like, would be kind of creepy for him to be on the beach with, like, 21-year-old girls. And I don't think he's, like, I also don't think these older men would be, some of them won't be as interested. um, mm-hmm. Because they're in different places in their life. And, like, that was, like, the appeal of Claire and Tasha, or, like, they are in a solid place in their life. Anyways, anyways, there's just a tangent about, I'm, like, why is this what's happening? But I'm sure, like they're going to pick a young bachelorette again probably from this season so it'll end up working out but anyways um yeah i mean i did fall asleep during the episode because i was like trying to stay up before a meeting and then like only got like a 45 minute nap and it wasn't because i was bored it was just tiring i guess that's my main thing is just like i just noticed the budgeting of like how different it is for the bachelor and bachelorette it's never been as jarring like usually like the men the bachelors get more like um foreign dates um yeah and travel more yep but like it's not as noticeable as when you see the two resorts like literally what, how, how long has it been like two weeks since the finale like i was like this is messed up <laughs> <laughs> it was jaw-dropping and granted like like Matt James, like it, like his whole mansion is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't want it to be any different. However, what they gave Claire and Tasha in the middle of the desert in the middle of the summer when it was literally a hundred and twenty degrees outside, and they'd go outside and sweat their clothes off. Wow, wow, yeah. And I haven't watched the preview for, like, the rest of the series, but I'm sure, like, the dates are more interesting because I heard there's, like, zip lines at this resort and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, and that's annoying because I didn't realize, like, how – and 
I think the main issue was kind of annoying because I understand why the budget may be different in a normal year because like The Bachelorette is a summer show and mm-hmm. like summer shows do get less money but like for it to have aired in the fall like it could have they could have made it a little bit more even and like chosen a better resort or like whatever but anyways yeah. Matt James I mean I don't know too much about his personality I did hear a lot about this prayer that he did that like yeah people were very anti which I found interesting um yeah because so I I'm- think I am not bothered that he did it um and I'm not bothered that they aired it because but I am able to say like I have the privilege of being the same religion but mm-hmm. I guess like my thing is like they could have just not, they could have edited it out so I don't know why people are mad at Matt James about it oh uh, yeah okay I'll give you that um well just to give my initial thoughts on Matt James I think it's very <laughs> I love obvious that, also I love that I can't just call him Matt like I have to say his first and last name we really do <laughs> like everyone else honestly you're right I honestly didn't even know Colton's name going into Colton's last name going into his season. I still don't know his last name. Underwood? Honestly, I'm pretty sure it's maybe. Underwood. And then I don't know Peter's last name. Oh no. I have no idea what his last name is. But I don't know why they've decided to market him as Matt James. Like obviously Hannah B <laughs> had precedent, right? And it's yeah. like Caitlin B, like, yeah, like they all they both had like precedent for why we knew what their last names were matt james we have no reason to but it makes it sound like it's a double first name well like because he does okay that's one thing too i hate low-key hate people with like last names that are first names um so like that's why it's funny but i just feel like Matt James is a Matt James. Like I don't know why he's not a Matt. To me. <laughs> like... And honestly, I haven't heard many. Like I don't think Chris Harrison has called him Matt one time. I think he continues to call him Matt James. The girls are definitely gonna call him Matt at one point, and I just I'm gonna be like, no, like you're incorrect. <laughs> like... Honest. Oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you're right. Every time. I say his name. I I have not said Matt yet. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, like, it's very obvious to me that he hasn't been on TV before. And that, Mm, like, he doesn't know how to, like, like, it's, or it's very, it's very interesting to me because it's, like, I know that he knows how to do the social media thing. So he knows how to do the acting thing. And he's struggling with it on, you know, to keep that kind of up. Like, because it's like some of his laughs are kind of forced, but you can't, it's not like one of those, like, oh, he's being fake. It's a, oh, God, he's nervous. And so, honestly, <laughs> he doesn't really like that. Yeah, which I think it, it makes him endearing. And like, even the girls are kind of like, I think he's really nervous. <laughs> and oh, so, probably, I didn't really think about that. Like, you're probably so nervous because <laughs> he hasn't been around this environment yet. He hasn't, and so like, and like, I don't. You've heard that conversation with his mom, like at the beginning, where mm-hmm. basically she's like, uh, she's kind of a hard ass, really. She's kind of like, oh, so you think this is gonna work? All right, well, yeah, she did. I noticed that she said that too, and because that's one thing too that um in the past for like, we don't think that they'll ever choose someone who's not been on the show because they need them to like believe in the um 
in the process. process. Yeah, I was like, what's their vocab for this word? Yeah, B- the process. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, that was very, like, I found that conversation really interesting because he was like, he's like, I might get my heart broken. It is, like, interesting because it's like, other people will be like, I got my heart broken already, but I knew that, like, I fell in love kind of thing, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. for him to really be in the dark about this is very interesting. Yeah, like, he's not, he hasn't gotten out of a limo. Or he hasn't done the cold open before. So he doesn't know. And I doubt. I know that he probably watched um, Hannah B season because of Tyler. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows much more about, you know, cold opens and that girls are going to be coming at him with vibrators. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I said, so far, it seems like he's going to be genuine. And I think that's where this prayer comes in. You know, it's like, it's like, I think that was. I think it was a ploy to show one he's different from every other bachelor that we've had because they're 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 trying to do more of you know he's different not just because we don't know him and because he's black but also he's going to be loud about his faith and maybe do it in practice as well do you know what I mean because like yeah we knew that about Colton and it was like oh he's a virgin but like you know or like we know that about like some of our other um bachelors bachelorettes like it even became an issue um or a you can decide if it was an issue or excuse between Ivan and Tasha, which that's basically why she ended their relationship I do but up until that point we hadn't heard anything about religion from Tasha. yeah I do think it's something that and honestly like we'll run into a lot more too that's becoming more and more of an issue um, mm-hmm. because I think there is more religious diversity in the world now in the sense that also people who aren't like who are atheists and agnostic and stuff and like I like I honestly feel like religion gives some of the most conflict um, than anything I do think religion is something that you really like have to do that is a very important part of a relationship um, I because agree. but with Matt James doing like the prayer i appreciate it because it's like him establishing right off the bat like how he feel like his religious beliefs and there's going to be girls who are going to feel very connected with that and there's going to be girls who are going to feel very disconnected with that and i i would hate for someone to make it very far and it become an issue later on because he's established it right at the beginning yeah and i will say that from what we saw from what was aired there weren't any you know objections um however i do think that if someone had raised their hand and been like i don't really want to pray that i think that he would have respected that like there were a lot of people that were like don't make people pray with you and i was like it'd be different if someone raised their hand or like was like Mm -hmm. visibly uncomfortable um with the situation which granted you're meeting this guy for the first night you really want him to you really want him to like you so maybe you won't show those visual or like verbal cues like just to be like amicable um but i'm hoping that if these ladies did come here for a relationship you know that they yeah. would just make that known I, yeah but- because especially if he's doing and because that's one thing too is we do get a lot of them saying like oh i was raised in the christian like household and he says that in his package so to see it reflected right away was i appreciated Mm -hmm. it but i know people were against it because they're like if he was muslim that wouldn't have been shown and it's like i like i kind of get that where you could be like maybe it should be edited out 
but I don't think people should be mad that he himself did that. There was also a moment that he has with Chris Harrison that I thought was interesting Mm -hmm. that I wanted your opinion on. He expresses how, um, and he never says black, which I think this is probably one of my only like qualms with um, him up until this point is that he, you know, he alludes to Chris, which it's hard to say this to a white man. I'll, I'll give him that, especially mm. one with his blank of a stare. And Harrison. he's a country boy. <laughs> he says, you know, <laughs> but basically he's like, he's like, um, you know, it's, it's going to be hard because there's a lot of pressure on me mm. as the first black bachelor that I have to end up with a particular person or a specific person because well, I am I, who I okay, am. Okay, because I do remember this, but also I think part of it too was him mentioning because he's half black, he's half, and he's raised by he was raised by his white mom. I think yeah. I maybe it wasn't in this, but I do remember there was a conversation in which he was talking about how both sides are going to expect him to choose a certain way. So um, you feel like he thinks that unless, his white family also wants him to end up with a white woman. And yes, and the reason, and also too, because those dads are in the picture and he was raised by this white woman, like it would be so easy for him to end up with someone like his mom yeah. and like the family that he knows. Um, and then also, but he understands and he does very much identify as a black man, it seems, mm-hmm. by how he, I don't know exactly who this, but that's how it seems like he identifies. Like he knows that the expectation of, black americas who's watching um of who he ends up with so i think that's why it was vague and now i'm like curious because it's kind of like a scapegoat that he is like half white and half black whereas like taisha actually is like two minorities mixed Mm -hmm. um so like yeah but i think that's why it was vague because i do remember it was he taught i because i felt that was weird because also too i didn't know he was mixed until his first night that's tea um so for me to be like oh and there's an expectation i said oh and he's only raised by his white mom oh (laughs) expectations from both sides i see (laughs) brie was like another surprise (laughs) (laughs) oh and you're only 28 literally i've so much i found (laughs) that's what we knew nothing (laughs) truly i mean i get i understand that completely and I just wish that there was a more can and maybe there's it's the first episode. Maybe there will be a more candid conversation about this moving forward, you know? Yeah. But it's just the fact that it's and it, it just I guess his countenance about it, I think he just seemed more scared that he's just like and I don't know. I don't want him to start like forcing something or to just like you know, like, try and maybe keep one around. Like, I don't know. And he has some really great black women on this um, on this season. Chelsea came mm-hmm. out. She, like, the six-foot runway model that she is, bald head and all, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He seemed incredibly impressed by her. Kayla, who's a North Carolina, like, re- native like he is. You know, I'm pretty sure she's one of those uh, lawyers, if I'm not mistaken, or something along those lines. Or maybe she's like a health care worker or something like that. 
and mm-hmm. she's incredibly gorgeous and just like came out and made him feel really relaxed. So I think he has some good options. I think he has a lot to, to work with. They gave him a lot of diversity on this um, season. So we'll see. We'll definitely give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to be in that like, you know, like Matt James has to, you know, support the culture and be with a black woman kind of thing. However, wouldn't it be kind of nice if we had, you know, a black couple to win The Bachelor? But I mean, I'm as I know Tasha is your girl, but I we knew what kind of guy she was into. You're right, and that's why a little bit I was mad about it. You're like, right. Like also, Mike Mike Johnson. What's his last name? I don't know. That is his last Mike name. Johnson is right. Yeah. So like, I remember because I, I I will say I I'm a big Mike. Mike fan but also like I would not be very surprised if he ended up with a white woman at the end because he went on Hannah B's season like so that's one thing I'll say like with Matt James advantage that we really don't know or expect like who he's gonna end up with um but in the past like we're kind of let down by our people of color and who they choose I mean I think since both of us aren't at the very end of the first episode, and I think you said you're not even through lim- limousine um, entrances, um, we don't have to do... I know too much, though. Like, I know who got the first impression, Rose, which is pretty cool. I know. Oh, I we forgot to say, or I forgot to say, I apologize, um, that it's not just racial diversity or even oh, age yeah, that's diversity. So true. It is yeah. disability diversity as well. Um, because we have, I think, our first disabled contestant, possibly. Yeah. Um, someone can- no, um, we've had, um, what's her face? I forgot her name, but she, I think there was an accident. She lost an arm. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I, what well, a very few disabled yes. <laughs> contestants. Um, Abigail. So I believe she's 25 and she was born completely deaf. So without her cochlear yeah. implant, she cannot hear anything. Um, I'm in, in gorgeous girl. I'm incredibly excited to see how this goes. They seem to have a really good time together. And I think that he handled, I think he handled it very well by being like, you know, I'll make sure that I enunciate and, mm-hmm. um, you know, be as clear as I can which I think is the best we can do. And then we moved on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She, yeah. Was, she was just allowed to be Abigail. And, you know, they aren't playing sad music behind her or anything like that. So I, I think the produ- even the producers are handling this very well. So I'm excited to see where this where she goes in the, with this season. That's why, like, too, I'm partially, like, hoping there's not as much drama this season because of, like, there's going to be so many, like, conversations that are gonna like happen that are like important for the show um that I don't want it to get overshadowed by like petty drama that's tea. um like because there's no way Abigail's gonna be caught up in drama and if some girls do attack her like that's gonna be <laughs> there's no way they do because that's such a character read of them that they they would know that they're not gonna get any Instagram followers after doing something like that to Abigail yeah um which also but, like, makes me thing- want her to kind of get in some drama just 
<laughs> that is so messed up for you. Like, <laughs> just because she can, just because she can go off on someone, and they will not be able to say anything back. Or, hey, we're, if we're equal opportunists, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> who the girl who had, like the crown and came in on like Queen? Like Victoria. they literally broke their bubble. Yeah, their quote bubble. Yeah, Queen Victoria. She's a type that would go after Abigail. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I mean. Like, that's why I'm like, you can't have, like, a season like this and, like, really push all this awful drama. I mean, they can. It's The Bachelor. But I really hope that's not what ends up up happening. We'll see. Alrighty, y'all. So it's now time for Sorry Not Sorry. Just essentially anything that we are unapologetically excited or like excited about or like made our week um, in pop culture. So, Ray, what is yours? Mine this week is a song, actually. Ooh. It is, which you guys are going to like, everyone's going to roll their eyes. And I'm so excited to hear all of it. Okay, come at me because I was one of the, I think, well, no, some, I know a few people who watch alongside me, High School Musical, the musical, the series, right? It's star mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo came out with a song that is just blown up on TikTok and socials as a whole called Driver's License. Oh, yes, I've heard about this from Chloe. Let me- <laughs> Which shows you the demographic. Which shows you the demographic. I must say, because the whole the the tea behind it is, it's basically, it's like a song, like where she like calls out this guy who like is dating this yeah. little girl, which ends up, which most people speculate to be her co-star on the Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, so I mean, the drama alongside it, the TikToks have been amazing because I just I, I heard he tweeted like, I heard he tweeted check out driver's license. He did, and he also like put it on his Instagram story, and like then the TikToks became like who what is like an instance of someone not reading the room, and they have been pointing at him. So I mean, <laughs> it it could be like he's oblivious. It could be that he's like you know oh this isn't about me so I'll just like tweet but I also feel like he's one of those people that like knows and just like is like yeah I'll act like I don't care you know know? Mm -hmm. at the end of the day she's a great songwriter and she has a great voice and I'll say it it is like the PG version of cellophane for all of us girls who are like yeah I'm not out here doing drugs (laughs) <laughs> like a lot of people are like cellophane fka twigs i'm depressed in the floor this song oh my gosh that's what you meant by cellophane <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did you think i meant like um you know exactly what i get out of my face meant, but... get out of my face <laughs> that's why i was like i was like wait like that song's inappropriate no and i was so because now i'm interpreting it as a song about girls who feel like they're invisible when they like aren't but now i understand okay i'm following dear god no it's like it's a breakup (laughs) song it's a breakup anthem it's a i'm in the floor type beat it's a 
how dare you not see me and appreciate me for who I am? I hope you like that bitch. Like, that's the kind of song that it is. And the whole, like, the opening to Cellophane is Didn't I Do It For You? And literally, like, the girls just, like, the girls of the gays and the days just, like, get in line, they get in the floor, and they start sobbing. Driver's License is the PG version. It's my version. It's me out here in these streets just driving out on Keller Drive Parkway and belting i love this song and i know that there are <laughs> going to be a lot of people who are like i know she's not bumping to this disney ass song i like the show i love this song good for you girly you you go out there and get these <laughs> coins these tiktok coins because you know that that bag is big and let him be oblivious he uh, yeah Chloe I think we were in the car when he tweeted and so she freaked out (laughs) yeah no he's he's into the social media thing so I think he knows he definitely sees that people think it's about him so that's funny (laughs) what's your sorry not sorry B um so my queen Demi Lovato was also just as fired up about all like with all of us about what happened at the Capitol and she is back in the studio and tweeted about it and <laughs> literally she was trending so I was on stand Twitter and I was like why is Demi Lovato trending because obviously I have reason to be concerned about Demi Lovato trending mm-hmm. because sometimes it, it is concerning and it's because she tweeted about being in the studio and I can't lie I do and love love her song Commander in Chief. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had of her political anthem. I didn't know that she was such a political like singer. So the fact that she is so angry, embarrassed, and ashamed that she said, I am in the studio working on something special after today's assault on democracy. I cannot wait. Cause also she's a quick turnover time. We could be singing this song next week. Oh my gosh, you have been Okay, sorry. The way that you talked about that, I thought that you, I thought the song was already out. I thought it was called no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So the day the like coup happened, she like tweeted about it, and like, like all the celebrities were tweeting about it. But she was, she took a stand. She said she is in the studio like that day, <laughs> working on something because of the events. Um. And I'm so excited to hear it. I literally, I've never, like, actually, when I think about it, every song Dummy's released, I've loved. She's, uh, you know she's our queen. Yeah. Like, I know what she's about to provide me is going to, like, feed my anger more. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so, I cannot wait. Even though I do want a full album eventually. But I do like these singles that she releases. Really? Um, I she's mean... so talented. She's so talented. She really is. And she's about to get in the in the studio and scream. And I'm excited to hear it. Um, yes. I yes. honestly hope that she goes back to her kind of like rocker vibes, like early Demi type type beat. Like, we'll see how that goes. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. I'm excited. I, I could see it being another ballad because she's been like, honestly, she's like, I feel like after Tell Me You Love Me, she's only really released ballads. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had a couple pop hits. Or pop what she wanted to be hits that only me and you listen to. But <laughs> yeah, but like these single, like Sober, mm-hmm. um, a Commander in Chief. 
oh but man if it was if it's like a don't forget kind of vibe which she could do as a ballad i was thinking more like get back so oh yeah i don't know i i want her to do a whole album like that first album oh her first yes i I will be first in line ready to go (laughs) ankles oh man so damn it i'm so excited i like can't like literally I'm mad if the event happened, but if it gives me their Demi song, that's good. Like, it's not worth it, but at least I got something out of it, you know? And that's a team. <laughs> I think that I think that's how I cope, is with Demi Lovato singles. Oh my gosh. Did you listen to Commander-in-Chief? I have not. Oh my gosh, you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't text you about it. Oh my good, it's so good. Literally, like, it's like, she, I don't know if she thinks that she's subtweeting him or not, because I mean, like, it's clearly about Donald Trump, but she goes off about, like, um, the virus. And it was after, I think, he got corona, because I'm pretty sure she talks about that as wrong. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend listening. I, I feel like you must listen to it before you listen to this new single. Alrighty. Well, I have homework, <laughs> America. Homework. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like she's about to like probably release like a political anthem album. Well, I mean, a move. I don't know if it's the right one, but a move for sure. That's so yeah, that's the gag. I'm like the only one excited about it. A lot of people think are mad that she's doing it. <laughs> I think it was the fact that because I remember seeing things about the fact that she tweeted that everyone was like, calm down, Davy Crockett. Like, <laughs> please don't be out here. Which like that's See, that's my so that's why I was confused because I was like, no, every all of their celebrities are also tweeting about it. Like, at least she's just telling us that she's like well, passionate enough to start a project. Well, that's like that's tea, and I love that you saw it that way. But most people are like, ma'am, you are not fixing America by getting in the studio because no one has listened to the past <laughs> five songs that you put out, even that one with <laughs> Sam Smith. I mean, come on, girl, come on. <laughs> <laughs> See, I instantly was like, oh, she's back in the studio, Commander-in-Chief Part 2. Can't wait. Like, I'll see you whenever Friday it drops, Debbie. Yeah, but most of us were like, <laughs> what is the last thing Debbie put out? I mean, I'm still banging Tell Me You Love Me. Like, that's such a great album. Like you said, she's put out some good singles that I've been listening to. Um, but as a whole, everyone's kind of just like, if you don't go somewhere yeah, and sit down... We're all I don't know out. what people I honestly don't know what people thought about Commander in Chief. And like I may I don't know if she performed that before she released the single. I only ever sold the single. I only listened to it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um so I really actually like I have no idea how that was even received, but I can't imagine it be received poorly if she's back in the studio. I mean, a lot of people make music that no one's listening to or that no one wants to hear. Joe Exotic made a couple albums. <laughs> Has he made them since Tiger King? Lord knows. I'm just saying <laughs> that you don't need to have well-received music in order to make music. Well, see, I and I appreciate that from artists. <laughs> and I'll be all, because I love Commander-in-Chief, I am so excited for this next single, because it's like Commander-in-Chief Part 2. Um, man, I love her so much, and I'm so excited, even though everyone else, it seems like on Twitter is mad at her. Oh my gosh. We love an activist. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I think that wraps up our episode. I think that's it. It was an episode 
to behold, honestly. So if you can like it, guys, like it. If you can share it, share it. Subscribe. Leave us a review. Be out here in these streets for us because we try to be out here in these streets for you guys. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you.